today I'm going to be talking about uh, ways that I reduce stress when uh, traveling. I have to travel several times a year for work, most of the time. Uh, extended, extended trips up to a week, generally four or five days. And I, I live on the East Coast, and most of the time that I travel, I have to fly all the way to the West Coast. So they can be pretty uh, lengthy trips sometimes, and I have to do quite a bit of planning ahead. And I just thought I'd share some of the things that I've started doing over the last few years to help uh, reduce the amount of uh, cognitive load and just overall stress that, that travel can induce. And uh, different things I've learned over the last few years of, of having to do this for work. And the first thing is uh, planning ahead for all the, the, the stuff you need to take care of. And the first thing that I do is I have a checklist. The checklist is divided up into two different sections. One is a pre-trip trip checklist and one is just a generic packing list, which is all the obviously all the stuff you need to pack. And I try and make that packing list as detailed as possible because there have been times where I flew all the way to the West Coast again and had forgotten something. So try and make that really detailed so I don't forget anything. And the pre-trip checklist contains anything that I need to get done before the trip. So that can include uh, if I need to wash any particular clothes to make sure maybe maybe there's some, some uh, uh, formal clothes or something more uh, specific that I need for the trip. Uh, make sure that those are washed and, and ready to go. One is um, uh, charging any devices, making sure that headphones are charged up. So I use Bluetooth headphones on the plane. Want to make sure those are charged up. Any other electronic devices like an iPad or Kindle, uh, making sure all those things are ready to go so that on the travel day, everything's charged and I don't have to, to worry about uh, whether or not I'm going to have power for whatever I, I do to pass the time while on the plane. And uh, also in the pre-trip checklist, I will include any shopping that needs to be done. So if there's anything I need to pick up before I leave. And also uh, any anything that needs to be taken care of around the house before I go. Um, that Anything that's super, super important. Um, generally, I keep a lot of my stuff. I've mentioned OmniFocus in the past. That's where just general tasks go. But if there's something that's specifically related to the trip um, that I need to get done before I leave, I will put that on the pre-trip checklist as well. And I currently just keep this in the Apple Notes app. I've kept it in a variety of places over the last few years, including the uh, uh, app called uh, Bear, which is a great uh, cross-platform, or at least uh, all on all Mac and iOS devices. Great note-taking app, and uh, also uh, kept it in Evernote for many years. And... I just found that uh, I didn't really need to archive this information and notes is, I know notes is always going to be wherever I need it to and it syncs really fast and stuff. So I just, I just keep it in notes and whenever I have a trip coming up, I just copy the contents of whatever uh, the note from the last trip I took was into a new note for the new trip and uncheck all the check boxes. And uh, things are pretty much ready to go. And then I'll make any adjustments to the pre-trip checklist that I need. And generally, the packing list stays pretty much the same. Uh, the next thing I do to help uh, plan 
for uh, travel is I use a service and app called TripIt. And TripIt allows you to store all the travel information related to your trip uh, in, in one central place. So in the service or in the app, you create a trip and then you associate all the, the travel information for that particular trip with it. So your flight information, that includes uh, the flight number, gate number, uh, if it's available yet, and uh, seat number and all that, and hotel information if you're getting uh, a car when you arrive at the airport, any reservation uh, numbers for all that. It allows you to keep it in one place. And uh, the way that the app lays out the information is super helpful. It's nice to have it all in a central location. And then it will uh, do some really nice things for you uh, just in the background, so it checks for flight information to make sure that your flight is running on time. So if there's a delay or anything, it will send you a push notification for that. And uh, you can also get uh, automatic travel information, or how should I say it, uh, notification for when you should be leaving to get to the airport uh, based on your, your flight's leave time. I actually don't have that turned on because it uh, tracks your location information all the time. And that's not a service I really want doing that. Um, so TripIt's a really, really handy tool I've used over the last several years to help uh, consolidate all the different travel-related info into one place. It allows you to keep all the contact information for the hotel. So if you have to call the hotel and all that, really nice. Uh, another thing I do for planning is I always try and get some snacks for the flight because uh, airport food is really expensive. And many times at airports, it's actually difficult to find healthy, nutritious food. Most of the time, it's sort of junk food or uh, candy and, and a lot of that kind of stuff. So ahead of time, I try and uh, make sure that I have some, some healthy snacks for the flight. That can include uh, maybe a little bit of fruit or... A, uh, protein bar, granola bar, something that has uh, at least some nutrition in it and it's it's more cost effective and it ensures that I have something that's at least somewhat healthy for the flight and I'm not forced to wander around uh, the airport and pay uh, uh, an over, you know, an uh, inflated price for um, something that's actually not healthy. So that's the, uh, the main things that I do for planning. And in terms of how I uh, go to the airport, I always get there early with more than enough time to get to my flight. Now, gotten too many times, uh, had to run to a gate to catch a flight, whether that was a connecting flight or even a, um, a, a originating flight. Um, for one reason or another, whether it was having to wait at uh, luggage check or having to wait at security, it's just important to always get there with more than enough time you need so you're not having to rush through the airport. Very helpful. Uh, I always use long-term parking, generally. I don't think I've taken a flight in uh, maybe four years that I did not use long-term parking. And it does add a little bit of cost to the trip, but when you sort of put it up against the, the cost of what flights are these days, it, it's not all that significant. And the reason I do this 
is, well, it's really two two reasons. Uh, one, I live too far from the airport for it to be cost effective to take an Uber or Lyft or taxi of any kind. It would be way too expensive to drive that that far using one of those services. And the second reason is I like knowing that whenever uh, my flight returns, my car is going to be there, even if the flight gets delayed. I'm not placing that burden on anyone else. And then whenever I arrive, that the car is just going to be there and I can go home. Uh, so after arriving at the airport, I go to long-term parking, as I said, and uh, then it's actually going to check in and get ready for the flight. Um, currently, I check luggage whenever I fly. Well, maybe not every time, but most of the time I end up doing it, especially if the trip is longer than three or four nights. I've spent too many times running through an airport carrying heavy uh, carry-on luggage that I, I just I just don't like doing it anymore. So I, I go ahead and, and pay the extra fee and and just check the luggage. I, I think it's worth it. I've never had an airline lose my luggage. So if or gosh, when that day comes, I may change my tune on it. But right now I go ahead and check the luggage just so I have one less thing to carry if I have to be in a hurry going through the airport. Um, and regarding security, uh, what I try and do is while I'm standing in line at security is I go ahead and take anything off or out of my pockets that I know I'm going to have to remove before I can go through security. So uh, things like cell phone, or sometimes they tell you to take off your watch and your belt and all that stuff. So I go ahead and take that off and just put it in my bag. That way, after I've uh, actually started to go through and they've scanned my boarding pass and everything, there's one less little thing to worry about and I can just put my stuff up on the conveyor belt and walk through the um, body scanner thing, the creepy body scanner, and uh, be on my merry way. And after I'm through security, the first thing I always do and always have on my checklist is I take a water bottle. And after I'm through security, the first thing I always do is fill the water bottle up. Uh, one of the things that contributes to a jet lag, from what I understand, though the time zone difference is huge, but one of the things that contributes to it is uh, actually dehydration. So I always make sure to drink plenty of water and get plenty of fluids in me while traveling. And the best way to do that is to take an empty water bottle with you. They'll let you carry an empty water bottle through security. You just have to fill it up on the other side. Many times airports have a special water fountain, um, or not really a special water fountain, but a water fountain that has a separate uh, spigot up above it to fill up water bottles. Super helpful. Water at airports is very expensive. It's usually, I think I've, I've had to buy it once, I think, and it was like $4 or something something ridiculous for a 16-ounce bottle of water. But, you know, economics, supply, demand, all that. Um, and, uh, yeah, so fill up the water bottle, and then I will go ahead and head to my gate. Generally, um, if I am uh, not familiar with 
uh, the airport, and this is more related to if I have a connecting flight, I will always go straight to the gate when I'm at the airport after, again, filling up that water bottle or taking a bio break of any kind. If I have to get a meal, I will always get something that's close to the gate. Um, that way, uh, there's less risk of, of uh, having to rush, rush actually to my flight. Uh, if I am familiar with the airport, um, like if it's, again, my originating flight and I'm having to grab a, a meal or something beforehand and I'm doing it at the airport, uh, I won't always wait till I get to the gate to do that. And another thing about connecting flights I'd like to mention here is another thing I've started doing over the last few years is always, when possible, um, getting the same airports for any connecting flights I have to have. So right now, I have to fly to Southern California pretty often, and I usually try and fly through the Phoenix airport. Um, and you may ask, well, why not Dallas, or why not Chicago, or why not whatever? And there really isn't a specific reason. I just ended up flying through Phoenix a couple times in a row, and I realized, hey, I've learned the layout of this airport and know relatively how far away different terminals are and different gates and stuff. And it's nice to have some familiarity with the airport when you land so that you're not having to check a map figure out exactly where you need to go. You can just follow the signs and uh, get to your gate. One one little healthy, or not healthy, but helpful tip there. Um, and regarding uh, seat assignment on the plane, one, one thing that's important to mention for those that don't know is a lot of times airports have started charging for uh, reserving seats, even in the main cabin area. And I personally like doing it if possible, even if there's a small charge. Sometimes it's, it's not that much. Uh, so I think it can be as low as like $14, which just seems ridiculous. They're nickel and dime and things like that now. Um, but uh, my, my go-to seat generally, and I picked this up from a Mac Power Users podcast many years ago. One of the co-hosts mentioned uh, doing this. Uh, I get the window seat at the very back of the plane. That's for two reasons. One, I like being close to the restroom if I have to go to the restroom. It's nice to be able to see when it's unoccupied and just, just hop right in there and hop right back out into my seat. Um, another reason is I don't like the the rush of everyone uh, having to wait or get in, to get into the queue to get off the plane. And yeah, you could always just sit in your seat, I guess. But it's nice that when the plane lands, I'll just... Uh, take take back out, you know, whatever book I've been reading or anything like that, and then just chill in my seat until everybody's gotten out of the plane. And then I get up and take my bag and walk off the plane and don't have to worry about sort of rushing in that line. Uh, and it means it adds a few minutes to the, the return, but if you've been on a four or five hour flight, yeah, what's a couple minutes wait at that point? Um, so yeah, yeah, that, that's most of the flying tips that I have. And there isn't a lot of stuff related to hotels that I have to share. Uh, one thing I do try and do in hotels is I try, if I'm staying more than one night, at least I generally unpack into a dresser if they have a dresser available. And that way it's a lot easier to keep separate 
the clean and dirty clothes and not having to manage all of that in the suitcase. And also nice to just have everything separate and a lot more visible than stuffed in a suitcase in the mornings when you need to get clothes out. And I always keep valuables in the safe. So I travel with uh, sometimes some expensive equipment related to work and like to make sure that those are, are safe when I've left the, the room uh, just to make sure everything's on the up and up. So hope some of these were helpful to you all. I will talk to you all on the next episode of New Revision. Have a good day, everyone. Thank you.